Welcome to the Smeichel Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smeichel, and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. We are continuing in the Next Chapters series, and I'm back with Corey McCarthy. I've learned four things in my earlier interviews with Corey. One is you never give up on the people you love. You never give up on yourself. That's number two. Number three is you have to forgive yourself and show some compassion to yourself. And number four is forge forward. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Corey and I are going to talk about his thoughts on continuous growth. And Corey, I hope we'll also get to talk about the power to be iterative, because I think that that's something that you've done, continuously reinventing yourself and your business. So welcome back. Glad to have you again. Thanks, Joanne. It's good to see you again. I don't know where we're going to start. Um, you know, one of the things that I admire about you is that you don't get complacent. At any point, you could have said, you know, I'm, I have turned a corner in my life. I'm a fantastic painter. And that's enough. But you didn't. You could have said, I'm reunited with my daughter. And, you know, we can have lunch once a week. And that's enough. But you didn't. Um, you could have said, you know, back connected with my siblings. And that's enough. I don't have to pour into those relationships, but you didn't and you don't. So let's talk about continuous growth. What does it mean to you and what significance does it have in your life? Well, I think it's actually exciting. It's, it's kind of interesting because when you say it, it, it there's part of myself that sounds like it, it, it sounds like, oh, more work. Uh, and I would imagine other people kind of hear it that way, like, oh, continuous growth, right? But it's also really exciting because I never, I mean, 15 years ago, I never thought I'd be here, right? Mm -hmm. and, and so many of the places that I've been in the last year, I never thought I would be. Um, and so it's, I, I like to get excited about it. I like to get excited about continuous growth because it's like, well, geez, like if this was able to happen, what, what else could happen? Right. Like what, like what's around the corner? I don't, you know, it could be a car accident, but it, it, it could also <laughs> be like, a. Re I mean, it could be, you know, but it could also be like a really like amazing, like the invitation uh, that I spoke about to Greece, you know, um, to be able to stay with a family in Greece for two weeks in the summer and eat and, and enjoy and live and, um, like you just don't know what's around the corner. And so I always want to be ready and prepared and, and, uh, excited for those things. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the things that you, you mentioned in the last year that kind of boggled your mind that you didn't expect that were exciting and some of those things or, or not exciting or difficult? Um, and how did you, what was the strategy? So I actually, I had some challenges in my business um, last summer and it coupled with like health issues at the same time. And um, I remember being really like, just really uh, 
just really confused and upset and I couldn't even think clearly. And I remember being in my vehicle and outside of one of the jobs and it came really clear to me. It was just, and, and this goes to what you just said about forging ahead. It was find a way through. I wrote it down on my phone, on my notes, on my phone, find a way through, find a way forward. That's what it was. Find a way forward. Um, and I did. And, 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 and as soon as I wrote that down, it was like, okay, right now we don't need to think about how and, and like how we got here or what happened or who's to blame or it was like, just find a way forward. Like, let's move forward. How do we get forward? We can look back at any point, but right now let's find a way forward. And I mean, that was real. it, it it was really exciting in the sense that when I look back at it, I, it, one, I didn't quit. Um, <laughs> I didn't throw my hands up. And because of that, and because of that throughout my life, it's like, okay, core, when it gets really hard, if you find a way forward, you've always been stronger and better off for it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it's always, there's something coming. I don't know if it's a week, a month, three months, but there's something coming. And if you can get there, it's, it's going to make all this worth it. Mm -hmm. um, and that like when I was driving down to Florida this, this winter and, uh, and I'm driving down there, like I said, to kind of be with um, an extended type of family who had lost their son, their, their, their nephew, um, somebody I considered almost a brother. I was going down there and I was in a lot of pain and I knew in my head, like Corey, on the other side of pain is always peace, right? Like on the other side of pain is always growth. Like there's, there's going to be something, if you can face this and if you can move through this, there will be something and you don't know what it is, right? Like you have no idea. And that's kind of beautiful and exciting. Like what's on the other side? here? Mm -hmm. I think that the anticipation of something good on the other side i i hate when people predict the worst um that yeah. on the other side it's going to be terrible that's terrible now and it's going to be terrible um or they don't make a decision because have you ever heard this expression i'm sure you've heard it the grass is always greener on the other side like it, sometimes it is greener on the other side and sometimes there's flowers on the other side but if you stay on the side you're on you won't ever know that. You won't ever know mm -hmm. that. So thinking about next steps and you know where you want to go. I know you're going to Greece this summer, but what are some of the other aspirations that you have for your forging forward? So there's a few things I'm pretty excited about. Um, right off the top of my head, one of them is and it's kind of a simple pleasure but i've just recently started painting paintings um and i could honestly spend so last night a friend of mine bought a house and he needed some help moving a couple things and and so i went and helped him and the whole time i was thinking damn i really want to be at the art studio painting this painting i i really just uh enjoy it um and so I'm just happy about that. There's no purpose. There's no, I'm not, you know, I'm not looking like for financial gain or I'm just enjoying that. Um, and I'm really happy. Another is I've just started 
after about five years of kind of messing around with an idea of a book, I just started talking to an author who's a professor at a local college and a really, uh, a really interesting human being who I think might be a really good fit for uh, writing a book with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just at the beginning stages of it, but that's something that's really exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Um and then there's this other kind of, and these are all kind of wild cards. Like the painting is just fun. The, the book I think could, if, if in fact, um, takes off, it could be something that's really amazing. And then the third one is a real wild card. And it's one of the gentlemen I met in Florida is possibly planning on retiring to his own farm in Greece that he owns in Argos, Greece. And him and I, we're formulating a loose plan to go to Greece and invest in some equipment and harvest olive trees for, yeah, this, this, uh, this is what I meant by it's like this wild card, but it's, it's something we could do in six months. So it's something that I could actually leave Buffalo in the winter, fly to Greece, meet him on this farm, ship a $10,000 saw to this farm and we would make tabletops out of olive wood, which sell for exorbitant prices all across the globe. And me and him would basically be living on a farm for six months in the middle of Greece, cutting trees down, drinking cafe coffee in the middle of the night, hanging out, eating lamb. And like, to me, that's like a slice of heaven. Um, And it's this really like, wow, what if this happens? I'm going to continue to invest in the relationship with the hope that maybe someday it does. But um, just having that out there is like, if, if it's just a good feeling, you know, mm-hmm. it's like this, it's this little glimmer of hope and possibility that uh, I, I don't, I wouldn't want to live without, but that's one of them right now. Yeah. I think that is so cool. Wait, can we go back to your painting and then we'll go back to Greece? Yeah. So, so here's what I know, because you sent me a picture of your painting that that was a love that lapsed in your life you hadn't painted since elementary school correct mm-hmm. yeah so, so what made you return to that love one of one of the people who i put um effort into having a relationship with is an artist a, a local artist and i've actually if if I were to turn my camera around, I could show you my house is full of uh, really what I love um, art, but local artists. And I've put effort into having relationships with those people. And I think it flourishes from them. Um, like the, the possibility that maybe I could do this. Uh, and there was always a, somewhat of a drive but there was a lot of fear around it so one of the things and i think this is actually important um and i think it's based off of your question but i've i've become more afraid of not doing the things i'm afraid of than i am of being afraid of them if that i don't know if that was if that makes sense in the english language but if i'm afraid to put paint on a on a canvas because i think i'm going to screw it up or i think it'll look stupid or i think it'll be a waste of time then i'm going to eventually put paint on a canvas Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. because there's something that's telling me and it's not like an intuition. It's, it's like a negative kind of thing. It's a fear based voice. And it's like, no, don't do that. Like you're, you're not going to look good or you're not going to do it good. And it's like, well, why not find out, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? Um, and the, the, the funniest part about it is this is the first painting I've painted in 30 years, but, I, uh, it's in a shared studio space. So there's a number of other artists in the space and a number of them have given me what I believe to be like true compliments too. Like Mm -hmm. I walked in the room and it, and it, and it grabbed me like, wow, Mm -hmm. that's, that's good art. Like, and it's like, dude, if I actually put some effort into this, like I might be like, good at like, wow, this is like, this, this is cool, man. Like people (laughs) might actually want some of these, like what? Like, no way, dude. And and the funny thing is, there's no like I. Somebody asked me, "What are you going to do with?" Them? And I was, I don't know. Just keep painting them. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And they'll take up space somewhere. And it's liberating that you're just doing it, like just mm-hmm. doing it to expand your own horizons and also to have something else to do. I think part of the way we grow is by always having things to do. Yep. We have to have downtime, but you have to have something to do, um, mm-hmm. something purposeful to do. Legacy. I want to yeah. talk legacy for a minute. What 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 are the branches that you're leaving for Mackenzie, um, for just for people in the world? And what's the legacy you intend to continue to build? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Um, Hope, hope uh, is probably, you know, things are, things have been dark. I think things have been dark for all of us for the past at least three years, what with COVID and the pandemic and politics and shootings and blah, blah, blah. And, um, and it's so easy to get stuck in a dark place and make bad decisions. And so things like hope and perspective um, and like, Hey, how, how, what am I looking at and how am I looking at it? But as far as like the real legacy, um, tangible things, uh, I have some, I've accumulated a small amount of wealth without debt that I would like to be able to leave for my daughter. But more importantly, and this was one of the things that came out of that freedom I had this uh, past winter down in Florida, was the most inspirational thing I can do for anybody is to live my life to the fullest. Um, and like, that's another thing that could kind of make me cry because it's so powerful and so meaningful. It's like, dude, what can you do for your daughter? What can you do for your friends? What can you do for your sister and your brother and your mother and your father that would really light them up, right? Like real legacy for them. Like, oh, is to have them see you living a life that's beyond their wildest dreams, beyond Mm -hmm. your wildest dreams, Be, be willing to take the courage to do that, you know, if, and, and one of the things as far as legacy I'd like to do is to really put that down is, is a book, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, mm-hmm. so that other people, you know, one of the things I want to do if I do make this book is, is be able to, you know, every book sold, we give one to a prison. Um, I love that, you know, yeah. or, a, or a library or, but I mean, as far as legacy, it's like, you don't know what's around the corner. Keep getting up, keep doing the next right thing. I promise you, you don't know what's there and it, and it's going to get better, you know? And sometimes that sounds like 
like a platitude, but it's true for the people I know that have continued to survive and get up in the morning and, and put effort towards a better life. They've had one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Putting effort. If you put effort towards a better life, you will have one. And I think mm-hmm. that you are the poster child for that. Absolutely the poster child for that. So closing thoughts that you want to share on your journey. Because um, you, it just inspires me and it makes my heart. I have a happy heart when we're together. I have a happy heart when we talk. A warm heart. So kind of last things to wrap up these three interviews that I've been blessed to do with you. Mm. Thank you for saying that. I, I feel the same um, talking to you when I'm with you. I feel very grateful for our relationship. Um, and I do look at you as one of my mentors. Um, grace, back to grace. Um you never know when you're going to be graced for somebody. And it's not a, it's, that's not a, um, it's not a demand, right? It's not go out and be graced for people, but just keep it in the back of your mind that you might be graced for this person today. Like somebody might be at a point that you were once at and, uh, and just need you to smile, you know, or put out a hand or instead of, you know, there's this woman who, um, when I was young and in trouble, she had five boys and she let me live, uh, with her and her five boys. And I was in and out of jails and I was often drunk and she, I would call her from jail. And a number of years ago, she said, why did you call me? Like, I couldn't get you out. I wasn't going to bail you out. I couldn't do anything for you. And I said, because you wouldn't say a, you wouldn't pick up the phone and say, what the hell did you do now? What's your problem? When are you going to get your life together? You would say, oh, that's terrible, honey. Are you okay? I'm so sorry for you. You know, like you were just a little bit of kindness. And and to me, kindness is probably the most important thing. The mm-hmm. most important thing. Being kind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the energy that you put into the world. That is the energy. I try. Yeah, it is. It it really is. It really, really is. I love you and I respect you so much. And walking with you on this journey, it means so much to me. So I'm grateful, 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 grateful that you were willing to share your next chapters. And I just know in my heart that God is going to keep blessing you in ways that you never imagined, Corey, in ways that you never thought of. Um, you are his pet. Uh, you are his, uh, that's what one of the women at my church says. We are God's pets and you are his favored, favored child. So thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for being a part of my world. I love mm. you. I love you too. Thank you so much, Joanne. Uh, I couldn't be more uh, appreciative of your presence in my life. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe if you haven't already. I add new and relevant leadership learning all of the time. If you haven't visited the Smichael Speaks YouTube channel, check it out. There's all sorts of new content. All of this is virtual leadership learning that will help you soar.